0: hello hello welcome to the female ADHD podcast my name is Sineta
1: and my name is Cesar
0: and today we're going to be talking about ADHD and loneliness I know that we uh, just had one of the episodes previously where we we're talking about ADHD and friendships but from my experience I could say that even and if you have some friendships, really good friendships, uh, at those times you can also feel lonely.
1: Yes, um, so tell me, Neta, how would you define loneliness? Because you mentioned you had friends around, but how would you define it in your case?
0: Yeah, so I, I think since I got diagnosed only pretty recently, a little bit, Is it? Yeah, I think it's a little bit less than three years ago. Um, So my whole life, majority of my life, I've been undiagnosed. I think that's one of the main reasons why I felt so lonely because I could see that I am different. I could not pinpoint uh, where am I different. You know, how come? So your loneliness
1: was a sense of belonging.
0: That was one of the, definitely, that was one of the things where I would be, you know, I would feel like I cannot relate to some people or they more, more like they could not really relate to the things that I wanted to do or how I wanted to do certain things or how I express myself, you know, being rejected in, in certain social uh, gatherings and areas, um, again being too much and so on so all of these things where you're when I was uh, criticized a lot I would feel like how can I uh, screw it up so much you know how come even though I would be with my good friends I still would feel like I kind of have to tame myself in these areas like that's accepted that's too much so I should find that kind of medium you know like not to fully lose myself
1: but And how, now that you have a diagnosis, did that change their perspective of loneliness? Uh, Because you got a diagnosis while uh, knowing me and we stayed together uh, until now. Um, Hopefully even more. (laughs) Hopefully even more. (laughs) And how, but what if we didn't meet, but you still got diagnosis, how would that, would that changed your perspective on loneliness? Because still, people wouldn't uh, understand you just because mm-hmm. you had a diagnosis.
0: Well, because I got diagnosis, I think I was um, granted this a great gift of uh, finding all of these Facebook groups online. And that's something that really, really helped me with that feeling of loneliness because that's where you can see people struggling with the same problems again and again and again and i mean you know since i joined probably like easily 15 of those groups sometimes in in the same day you see same kind of struggle that people share that they are having like i'm so overwhelmed i cannot get my house in control or i am i just cannot the kitchen and cooking is the worst thing ever so or you know it can be any kind of topic or I'm so lonely I cannot find friends why am I so this way I isolated myself all the time so seeing that other people from different countries from very different stages in their life they are also experiencing same struggles like I do it really helped me to ease that um criticism towards myself like you know that fear of missing out because if you if you kind of um how do you say when compare when you compare yourself to the other peers like that you graduated with, and so on, you feel like you're lacking in so many areas, because they already uh, graduated from university, or they already got their degree, and now they're getting their master's, or maybe they already got it, then now they got married, now they have kids, now they bought the house, and so on, and here I am just still trying to figure out all my, you know, psychological stuff, and and all my being, who I am, and, and, and everything, so you can really feel that detachment from the bigger crowds but when when i see all these posts on online from the other ADHD people it really really soothes me and it really makes me feel uh even encouraged to be like oh okay i have this problem that's okay because i'm not only not the only one who's having it i'm like i want to actually figure out the ways how can i not maybe fix it but how can i tackle it and help others also have an idea of how to do and it And
1: how do you see it from the perspective that because of all the adhd threats and uh, consequences of adhd sometimes or is it is likely or known that adhd people uh, have a hard time finding jobs that pay well um, especially if they weren't diagnosed early and gone through medication, um, but the lack of money resources, it is a potential catalyzer for loneliness. What do you think about that?
0: Oh, absolutely. Again, we uh, I would say we not we're not very natural with bonding with other people not most of us, we, I, for example, I was always social person, right, I would go into the group of new people that I don't know, and I would, it wouldn't be hard for me to kind of, you know, kind of um, communicate with them, or or show myself, or, um, so I really think that it, it does influence us, because We do not have that very easygoing uh, attitude towards making friends, especially if we got diagnosed later because of all the uh, rejections that we experience in the early age. Uh, But not having enough money to go, for example, to the bar, like I love social dancing, like salsa and bachata and so on when I don't have money to go out there to buy a cocktail I'm like oh but I cannot just go there and dance because then everybody's gonna notice that I don't buy anything and they're gonna be thinking this and that for me and it's already difficult for me to socialize I know there are gonna be certain expectations like what are you gonna be drinking I'm like I don't want to drink you know so kind of then you start overthinking all of these obstacles and they're like I'm just Better stay at home. I I'd rather not go anywhere and not put myself in those situations. And I think that's one of these big uh, kind of hooks or or where we can get um, where we can start isolating.
1: We, yeah, you know, and then hmm? yes, because if you start isolating, the chances for you to meet a potential partner dramatically goes down. Um, if you isolate, your body starts feeling the consequences of it. Uh, it is really one of the worst scenarios you can be in, isolate, the isolation. It starts affecting everything in your life, especially your uh, mental health. And then combined with the characteristics of ADHD, it seems it's a kind of a deadly combination in terms of um the situation can get bad really quick quickly and in a long-lasting way
0: yeah absolutely um you know it isolation sometimes can be really good because you can recharge you can decompress and you can kind of give more of attention to yourself but that's one of the things that we can really go off the board you know and and you can just be like oh yeah I wasn't confronted by people I didn't have to experience that social anxiety I didn't have to make a fool of myself so that's kind of comfortable that's kind of good until it starts feeling you know like oh yeah I'm just not good enough for the other people you can really quickly start being um, negative towards yourself Uh, and in general we are really really good at talking negatively about ourselves with ourselves and that can just catalyze it even more because then you don't know what came first the fact that you isolated first and then you had nobody to you know to to be with or to connect with or because you're not able to connect with anybody that's why you're isolated and then you it just Keeps, you know, that ball just keeps on growing and growing and growing of, of overthinking.
1: And if you had any advice for undiagnosed uh, women um, that they are feeling lonely, uh, what advice would you give them? Uh, considering that they may be in a really uh, tough situation of the choices they have uh, to spare in, in life in general.
0: You mean what, financially or what? Yeah,
1: mainly financially.
0: Again, like I said, for me, when I just got diagnosed, joining those different Facebook groups was a very, very big support for me. And that was one of the primary things that I was able to give myself for free, basically. Then there are a bunch of Instagram uh, accounts where you can also follow and see... um, how others experience ADHD there are a bunch of doctors and and um, how do you say coaches and in general just uh, regular people sharing their experiences Mm -hmm. so there is a very big diversity of of all of these different kind of accounts that you can uh, find online and and just relate to them and kind of appease yourself with the way you are you know because again by Having somebody to relate to, it really makes you feel less lonely, less isolated. Yeah. Um, so that would be probably one of the first things because it's so fast, it's so quick and it's free. What about relying
1: then, on just asking for help to your close friends or parents?
0: Um That's a tough one, I would dare to say, uh, because... I think not everybody is going to accept uh, your diagnosis. Not everybody is going to be seeing it as important as you are. So sometimes it can work out kind of badly where, you know, they're going to downplay your the importance of your diagnosis uh, or they're going to even full-on deny like, yeah, yeah, it's made up thing. That's, that's not even real. What are you talking about? Or just like an excuse. So... There can be a bunch of different uh, reactions towards it. However, I think it's still very important to educate those around you about certain things. For example, um, that's what I try to do every time I speak to my mom. Uh, Again, I'm from a country where mental health is not really being kind of seen as an important thing, you know? It's not really, yeah. It's not being accepted, even feeling depressed. Like, very recently, I saw one of the posts on Facebook where some celebrity, I don't know, gave an interview of how she felt really depressed. And I would say like 80% of comments were like, yeah, those who depressed would not be talking about the shit, or yeah, yeah, sc- start working at least one day a week and you'll feel less depressed, or yeah, when you'll be working like we hard-working people do, you have no time to be depressed. So it's kind of that kind of outlook on mental health. But um, where I was going is that every time I talk to my mom. Whenever we have something, uh, some kind of topic where we uh, where it touches my behavior as an ADHD person, I always try to kind of educate her and I always try to kind of give a perspective from my point of view uh, of why am I doing this or why did I do this or why her way of doing did not actually help me and, and you know, so... Just educating them and giving them a little bit of information, providing them some information about yourself. Not necessarily about, in general, about ADHD, but about yourself. That's yeah. yeah, is very, very important to help you feel like you can start to be more like your true self. To start unmasking your behaviors and and letting them know like, okay, I've been... I've been masking my, you know, my behaviors for such a long time. I'm ready to not do it, or or you try to put boundaries because it's very important and it's very difficult for ADHD people. So in order to do these things, you have to let the people know where you're coming from because I think we are um, pretty bad communicators uh, when we're uh, when we're very excited or when we're very on uh, hot you know when we're talking about it from when there's basically a lot of emotions brewing inside of us at that moment we are really bad at expressing our thoughts though that the others would understand exactly what we mean and where are we coming from
1: yeah i would say and recommend uh one thing that is basically for free uh is running i know a lot of people don't like running but disgusting but there are many you can find many running groups in facebook and instagram and uh, you will make friends out of running you don't need to hang out with them after running but uh, you can definitely take a look at uh, that activity it's gonna help you in your physical shape it's gonna give all the neurotoxins that your brain will need to feel less depressed and hence uh, help with the feeling of loneliness. I know you don't like it but it really helps to a lot of people. But uh, it's, it's... It can be whatever sport that doesn't need you to pay for a subscription or a specific um, monthly payment uh, or that You require equipment that is expensive. Uh, There are many sports that don't require any investment at all.
0: I kind of agree with you, but like I was mentioning, you can be surrounded by people, but you can still feel lonely.
1: Well, yes, but one of the most important things is to socialize. How can you reject loneliness and be isolated from everybody?
0: Yeah, of course you cannot.
1: Yeah, that's what I mean. So you need to try to put yourself out there too.
0: Yeah, I guess. (laughs) 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 Yeah, so one more thing that I just cannot leave out is the fact that because I was feeling lonely and because I was feeling like, you know, others do not understand me unless I really go into extent explaining it uh, is that I created this ADHD female community that we keep on uh, bringing up at the end of our episodes that is called Bellar ADHD. It is B-E-L-L-A-R-A-D-H-D. And you can go to our website. It's called bellaradhd.com. And you can check it out. There's more information about it. And if you like what you see, you can book a session or even up to two weeks of free sessions
1: uh, with us.
0: Yeah, so I guess that's all for today's topic. Next time we're going to be talking about um, ADHD and difficulty of the mornings and waking up. So I hope you're going to join us uh, in our next uh, episode. Thank you. Thank you. Bye.
1: Bye.